0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Cinematic Schematic, the official podcast of the Cinemetropolis.com, your home to thoughtful conversations on film and this year's podcast media partner for the Dead Center 2023 Film Festival. I'm your host, Caleb Masters, and today we're taking a look at one of the short films that's playing as part of one of my very favorite blocks, the Sinful Cinema Block. The short film is titled She's Clean. We're going to get to more on the film with the film's uh, director here in one moment. But before we get to today's conversation, I just wanted to quickly remind you that if you're tuning in for the first time and you're enjoying the show, make sure to follow us or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your preferred podcast app. Leaving us a rating and review will help us get discovered by more listeners just like you. And hey, we are wrapping up Dead Center coverage now, so there are around a dozen or so interviews you can catch over in the feed or on cinematropolis.com. with that said, let's get into today's conversation about She's Clean. According to the description from the short film's website, She's Clean is described as, from the comfort of her bathroom, a resilient woman tries to marry her desires for sexual freedom with emotional intimacy by showering with all her dates. Joining me today is the film's writer, director, producer, Jen Harris. Jen, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Caleb. Thank you.
0: Welcome to Oklahoma. How's your trip been so far?
1: It's great. It's summer and hot here in Oklahoma, but it's beautiful. What a great city.
0: You know, they they turned summer on for Dead Center this year. Uh,
1: (laughs) That's lovely. Lovely. It's great. It's delightful, charming. People are very kind. I'm yeah, I'm really loving it. It's very really cool. really I didn't expect this city to be as charming as it was. It's it's quite interesting. I love it.
0: That's always good to hear.
1: It does give a vibe of like get here now because in like 7
0: years everyone's going to want to be here. Yeah. That's the wow. feel. That's <laughs> what I love to hear. Tell me a little bit more about the the premise of your short film. What inspired exactly your take here?
1: Well, I was ready to make another film and it was the pandemic and um, I had written a bunch of Scenes um, from being in the dating world myself and also hearing my girlfriends talk about it as well. So, I had written a bunch of different scenes that I thought were funny and interesting and unique and bizarre. And um, I was ready to make another film, to make something. And I was like, oh, maybe it's that dating thing. Maybe it's that. And I pulled it out, and they all just read like sketches. That wasn't interesting enough to me. You know, I'm not like a stand up, I'm not a sketch. Um, comedian, so I was like, that—that's not quite what I want, what I wanted to do. So I entered it and got into the Sundance Collab program, and I worked on it, and I was like, I want to make this a short. So I had all these different scenes, um, these dating scenarios, and I took them all. The my short film is 15 different scenes, so it's really quick short snippets of a woman and um, a man, someone that she's been on a date with. And I took what I thought was the most interesting part from each scene and then workshopped it and spliced it together and made it into the short film. And it's all set in a bathroom. So that was a challenge that I wanted was to make a film in one location and I thought a bathroom um, was the most funny and interesting place to explore in, um, intimacy and sexuality um, and communication in an intimate relationship. Um, and bedroom is played and I was like, that's not funny. Like a bathroom is funny Mm -hmm. and a bathroom is interesting. And a bathroom to me is the most intimate space that you could invite someone into. And so she's each, each scene is her in the bathroom. Of course, um, one of the, one is with her best friend. Um, so it's of course any kind of intimate scene. So that's, that's how it came together. And I was like, Oh, I like this. This is interesting to me. And, um, I spliced it all together and it's a comedy in Europe where uh, my programmers are, Marketing it as a dramedy drama, so it's kind of got a lot of, of flavor to it. People even they're like, "That was that was funny," and it made me made me think. And I've had a lot of of, of women to be able to relate, and yeah, yeah, uh, that I was the premise.
0: <laughs> that's the sweet spot for uh, comedies, uh, though. I mean, you want to be able to challenge the audience to think differently about any number of subjects. Uh, intimacy, especially, is a, a yeah. big one. I mean, like, was there anything specifically when you said, "Hey, I want to explore intimacy"? What, what were some of the things that you wanted to kind of highlight or underscore? That's a great question.
1: Um, I, I had seen, I hadn't seen anything in the market in film, television, theater, wh- music, anything in the in the industry of entertainment that focused on the nuance of dating in an intimate relationship that wasn't either two people fall in love or someone's in danger. And I just felt like um, very inundated with these extremes of intimacy, but I'll throw a number for myself and anyone I've spoken to, 99.9% of relating to someone in an intimate way is all the spaces in between, all the awkward and interesting and joyful and curious and scary and fun and neurotic and silly and sexy and lovely is not dangerous and is not falling in love and I didn't I haven't seen that and I wanted to explore what I was relating to more and continue to relate to more in intimate spaces that it's way more nuanced and I feel like I wanted the challenge too to make something that was interesting again where we didn't need to watch love happen a marriage happen or watch you know essentially to be blank a woman in desperate danger um to be able to enjoy it, to be able to be drawn in, and also for it to be sexy mm-hmm. and fun and exciting and silly. But um, yeah, I wanted something sexy that was more normal too.
0: I, I love that you put it that way because, especially in America, just oh, sex yeah. is so taboo. Yeah. I mean,
1: great the number word. of people
0: who don't really know great word. how to be intimate, yeah. maybe be vulnerable, be intimate yeah. until you're in the moment. And then it's almost like if that first time with any individual right. is not like, perfect they're like well maybe this just isn't a good fit you ex- yeah, sort yeah, of explore yeah. like that awkwardness yeah. uh, and like uh, it's not working How do, right like, is that's that you look good, at?
1: yes 100% it's this weird space of like ooh if it's not what I imagine in my mind or whether that's falling in love or sex or just a conversation even with your friend like the conversation that she has with her friend you know is about their favorite artist Bjork they don't talk about Bjork but it's implied now you all know when you go see but um Spoilers. spoiler spoiler <laughs> it doesn't really but anyway yeah I, I I do think that I think that I see a lot of stuff that, at least for me, is frustrating because, you know, it's either a Disney setup or it's, you know, like The Idol. <laughs> or um, what's the other show he created? Anyway, something super... Let's put it this way. Something super overly sexualized right. and young to my film is... Uh, the woman is... It's not a story about middle age, but it is a woman... It's me. <laughs> but it is a woman who also... I'm starring it, but is a woman who is not in her twenties, and um, is exploring, you know, her sexuality. And I wanted it normalized, just how we see films where men are, ex- you know, going on dates and sleeping with women, and we don't. It's just sort of like we move on. I also wanted to make a film where a, I don't comment on it. I never talk about it. Like there's nothing to talk about. Just like a woman's going on dates, and if she wants to sleep with someone, she does, um, and. I, I want that normalized. And, you know, and, and of course then it's interesting to be put in a block that's titled Sinful Cinema when there's zero sin in my film. You know, I, I understand that this is a marketing. I understand that there's an excitement to it. I love that you yeah. support that group. I think that's fabulous that it's a, a block that this community, like, the, to, to your energies, like, flock to. Like, I, my hand raised, throw me in. I'm excited. But it is interesting to um think of... A film where, you know, a woman who's not in her 20s, you know, I've been, I've been called like, oh, it's so brave you made it. I'm like, there's nothing. It's brave I made a film and put money into it. You know, any filmmaker who's listening to this, like the brevity is like, I ask people to show up to make my film. I raise money. I put my own money into it. Like that's the brevity of a filmmaker to me.
0: Again, going back to the taboo nature of yeah, it, I, yeah. I really like that you honed in on that because we're kind of equating... Sex to sin. And again, the sinful cinema is kind of yeah. a clever way to market the block, so to speak. But sure, yeah. I hear what you're saying, though, which is hey, this is a normal thing. Yeah. We should be talking about it like it's a normal, healthy adult thing, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't know. At least that was my take. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I also am not, you know, I'm not blind to the fact that the film that I made and there's nudity, but it was shot by Charlie Gruet, who is the DP of High Maintenance, the television show on HBO, and also the other two. And I was on an episode of High Maintenance. So intimate scenes and creating, you know, this. Um, neutralized sort of everyday life visual with a camera and relationships is something that I am drawn to, that I've had experience in. and I was super excited that Charlie came on board to help me visually create this. And I love what we ended up making, which is a lovely, heartfelt, fun, sexy, silly film. And two also too, like um, it's the woman in 15 men and it was wonderful experience for me personally. To be able to direct these, um, I had uh, 14 men, uh, uh, 13 men, a body, double, and a trans actor um, come onto my film and for them to trust me with their, not only their acting, but their bodies and their form and, uh, you know, having to step up to taking care care of um, men in an intimate situation on set, which with my intimate intimacy coordinator, um, Brooke M. Haney. It was just a wonderful experience and to and, and to even go back to the word taboo there's a scene in my film where a gentleman uh, one of the one of the people that she 's dating is is um, struggling with his attraction to her and what how difficult that is for him and his religion and what that what then happens in that kind of a situation when a man is supposed to, you know, in society is supposed to be like into sex and f- you know be aggressive about it. And she's the aggressor, and he's uncomfortable with his desire towards her, and then calls her a derogatory word. And it's it's his wow. own struggle with his own attraction to the woman. So right. I also feel too that there's a lot of f- film out there where we where I have seen um, men get placed. So bizarrely sexually in film, um, where I really was looking forward to exploring um, what it is to to be a, a man dating and be a, being attracted to a woman and what that is for them in a bathroom.
0: Well, and I with think with a woman, I think that's I, mean, I love that you're highlighting this because you know this is something I talk to with a lot of my my friends who are women all the time, which is like there's this weird double standard as you put it where men need to be the aggressors Mm -hmm. but that's really just not the case in a lot of relationships and then there's like this weird sort of shame towards the men who don't feel that they hit the masculine Mm -hmm. stereotype that then oftentimes can trickle into the larger problems in the relationship so I I think the fact that you're even like highlighting this in the film I think is really important work just almost giving us a healthy examples of sexual intimacy literacy. I don't know if that's a good way to put it.
1: Beautiful. Oh, thank you for that language. I need it. I love that. I love your language. That is beautiful and perfect. And I, you know, I'm, I knew, I wasn't interested in making a film where it's it's all like, dating is hard for a middle-aged single woman and men are jerks. Like this isn't, (laughs) that's just like not even remotely, it's not even the kind of humor that I'm attracted to. Um, I had someone uh, even say, who was a programmer at a film festival, I like your film because it doesn't implicate anyone. And I was like, hold up, I'll, I'll implicate. I've got no problem like implicating where it's needed, but there's no need in this situation. And again, I was like, can I make a film that speaks to this, di- this very like precious, nuanced dynamic between, in my film, A Man and a Woman, that, again, we don't have to worry about danger. Everything's consensual. What about joy? What about an intimate connection between two people that's just relaxed and fun? And also, like, the woman... I also don't like watching films where the middle-aged people are, like, silly and, like, bad at it. Or, you know, when you watch a film and the men are the women, they're middle-aged, they're single, and they go out to, like, a dance floor and they're, like, bad at dancing? They're, the ro- they're doing the robot and I'm like, okay, well, fair. If for your listeners, he's hand. raising his hand. <laughs> yes. Caleb's raising his hand. But I'm like, wait, what if they're good dancers? Why do we have to make, you know, why do we spoof people in middle age? You know, after mm-hmm. it's like young people have all the attention. When they're older, they're like jokes, yeah. you know? And I was like, well, what if What if she's good at sex? What if yeah. she's great? Like, what if, yeah, she can get. When, in theory, you're more experienced, right? Oh, you know. I mean, we could go... This could be another <laughs> podcast if you wanted to just might to off it. right now. <laughs> I
0: have to say that for the follow-up. Unfortunately, we are about out of time. But uh, Jen, this has been a real pleasure. Thank and, you so um, much. Thank you for making the short film. I do think this is a, a topic that really, really need to, needs to be more normalized in general. But thank you for coming to Dead Center and bringing She's Clean. Where can people keep up with uh, the film um, moving forward?
1: Yeah, they can follow us on She's Clean, the film, and Instagram. Everything you need is right there. You can also follow me at
0: real Jen Harris on Instagram. All right. Well, Jen Harris, thank you so much uh, for joining us today. And uh, for listeners, make sure to catch all of our Dead Center interviews over at thecinematropolis.com or elsewhere in this podcast feed. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll catch you again next time.